Hey, what's up? This is Andy's Picks Podcast. I am Andrew Merrick, the host, I guess you could say, of this podcast. Uh, this is a little thing where I just share my thoughts uh, in the some of the stuff I'm doing and uh, kind of how I got here and all that stuff. So, yeah. But a little bit about me. So, as I said, my name's Andrew Merrick. I was born in Cleveland in 2003. Um, my Both my parents are from Parma, Ohio. Uh, my mom was the youngest of eight, and my dad was the youngest of ten. Uh, they were both born into Catholic families. Uh, like you could say the good old Polish Catholics up in Polish Village, Parma. Um... But so they they kind of grew up poor, but uh, I think my mom was the first of her family to actually go to college. Uh, and then she worked her ass off to get a job, an opportunity at Ernst & Young, um, doing like auditing and accounting. Uh, and yeah, that from there, uh, I was born when she was working for Ernst & Young in Cleveland, 2003. Uh, my older brother, Jacob, was born in 2000. Um, uh, I think around 2005, a couple years after I was born, we moved to Detroit because uh, my mom was trying to pursue partner at Ernst & Young in Detroit, um, which I believe she did. Uh, but she chose to then move, to, move us to Toledo after two years. Uh, for an opportunity that gave her a little bit more time at home with us, more time with the kids as we were starting to go off to grade school. So in um, in Toledo, she worked for Owens Corning, the company that makes the pink installation with the Pink Panther and all that. Uh, and we, my brother and I, went to St. Joseph's Elementary School in Sylvania, Ohio. That's where we lived in, in Sylvania, Ohio, which was a suburb of Toledo. Uh, it was right on the Ohio-Michigan border, uh, so we, me and my friends would always go ride our bikes up there and quote-unquote hop the border. Um, but then, well, actually one of my friends that I was doing that with is uh, Brady Lichtenberg, who he lived right there. I mean, he's, the, he's one of the quarterbacks at UC right now. Uh, but, so yeah, me and him would, we would ride our bikes up there and do dumb stuff, <laughs> as children would do. But uh, up there was also the, uh, it's like one of the oldest railroad tracks in the central U.S. Uh, it ran right behind my grade school, right by Lord's College, uh, which backed up to my grade school. It was separated by the train tracks. Uh, so anyways, in 2012, um, we moved down here to Cincinnati. We moved to Mason, Ohio. Uh, and my brother and I went to Mason High School for like, or Mason Intermediate School, which is like their fourth through sixth grade. Uh, Mason is one of those big ass high schools with like a thousand kids in a grade, so it's just absolutely, absolutely insane. Um, but uh, so we went there for like six weeks. Uh, we moved in November of 2012, and then after winter break, we transferred to St. Margaret of York. Uh, small as they call it in Loveland because we were already playing basketball there 
uh, and going to church there. So we figured we transfer over there. Uh, and that was, uh, that was great. That was definitely for the better. Uh, my mom, she was working for Macy's. Uh, that's why we made the move down to here. Um, she was again doing accounting for Macy's and then somewhere along the line, I think when I was in sixth or maybe early on in seventh grade, she made a transition to a company called Millicron, um, which is a manufacturer of the large machines, uh, the large plastic molding machines. So they make the machines that, uh, kind of like make the molds to make, uh, to cast other stuff. And I think, I don't know when they do that, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, in seventh grade, uh, my brother was, he was two years, we were, I, we were separated by a grade. So he was a freshman at, he went off to Bishop Fenwick High School up in Middletown, Ohio. Um, he went there to, so he went there for high school. It was like a co-ed, smaller high school. Um, he wanted to play baseball and try other sports. Uh, he wasn't quite as athletic as I was, and so he wanted to, had the opportunity to do the same at like a, a molar or a division one high school. So he went to Fenwick, uh, and then played golf with them in the fall. Uh, and then he, uh, tried, I think he was planning on trying out for the baseball team, uh, in the spring, but then he killed himself in February, uh, the same weekend as Valentine's day. Uh, so that was, uh, I was, I was playing basketball at Smalley. We had a, uh, playoff game for the city championship tournament at, uh, the school called Cardinal Pacelli in Cincinnati, which the school isn't so much famous as much as the hamburger place that is right next to the school. There's a little cafe called Zips, Z Zips with a Z cafe. Uh, and they make a fantastic burger that whenever we go play a, a game down there, we'd always, we'd always take like the team to the burger joint. We'd always have to park a couple of blocks away and then walk because it'd always be packed. But, um, no, so we lost that basketball game. My team was very bad that year. I think I don't quite remember the details, but, um, so my mom and I went to Penn Station after, and my dad went home. And then on the way home with my mom, um, my mom got a call from the police. And then my mom, that was a rough phone call, and I didn't know what was going on. And she dropped me off at my uncle's house, and then we, I kind of just played with my cousin for a couple hours, and then... Uh, my uncle drove me over and we were walking up the driveway and he's like, oh, I think, I think it's something with your brother. And I had no idea what to think because I'm like 12 years old. And so we're walking up the driveway and I see the priest, our St. Margaret of York pastors, uh, Ford Edge in the, in the driveway, you know, it says, cause his license plate says Padre, uh, but, um, so I walked in and then, uh, they told me what happened and that was fun. And then we got in the back of the Padre Ford Edge and went over to the UC Health Center in Westchester, Ohio. Uh, 
and and yeah that's so this is kind of like what i'm talking about on my podcast just some of the things i i've gone through so that was six years ago uh and from there i went to moeller high school i couldn't go to fenwick but i went to moeller um and then i played volleyball there my freshman year even growing up playing base me and my brother loved playing baseball growing up we'd collect a bunch of baseball cards me our whole family we were like on a mission to go to all the ballparks in the country together we went to so we're from cleveland we went to cleveland we lived in cincinnati and detroit so we've been to cincinnati and detroit uh the minor league team for detroit is in toledo the toledo mud hens uh funny thing there is so jeeps are jeep wranglers are made in toledo uh they've been made there for like forever and so one day the the mud hens they had like they they had like a a jeep day which was awful i don't know so uh i like jeeps if you can't tell but um so we went to so we've been to cleveland cincinnati detroit and we've been to together we went to san diego san francisco oakland tampa bay arizona uh new york yankees st louis and pittsburgh and then we also went to 2012 spring training for the indians and reds and that's where i got uh sorry this jason kipnis bat sorry i'm new at this this bat in this black case is a jason kipnis bat uh from spring training he cracked it and then handed it over the railing apparently to my brother and then i ripped it from his hands and it wouldn't give it back but anyways that's that's not the point of the story um but i wrote jason kipnis a little letter afterwards uh and sent it to him via the like indians high achievers like their little grade school grades program um and then they dropped the little letter off in his locker and then at the game i was going to that following august he met us at the players parking lot and then signed a bunch of cards for us and signed that bat for us so we we've, we're big indians fans always love the indians um the guardians uh so after after he died we um so that year we had a trip planned to go to spring training again uh spring trainings in march so he died in february uh we went uh late march um to see the indians again and go to uh the indians are in goodyear arizona which is just outside phoenix and then we went up to Sedona, as we always like to do whenever we go out to Arizona. Sedona is a beautiful, beautiful place in Arizona. And then, uh, we, so we went to the Arizona Dimebacks officially because, uh, well, I guess that was a couple of years later. My mom and I went back to Arizona and actually saw a game. Cause we got, we kept going out to Arizona for, um, spring training and we tour the ballpark, but we never actually counted it because we never actually went to an actual ball game at, uh, I think it's Chase Field, uh, the dome they have in Phoenix. So at the time me and my mom went was in the summer, uh, and that was kind of funny because it was like 110 degrees with a dust storm, but they closed the top and it was like 60 degrees inside, so it was super nice. Uh, so we went to spring training uh, that uh, month after he died, and then a little while later my mom, my dad, and I went to took a little road trip to Philadelphia and then New York to see the Mets because uh, we saw the only the Yankees before and then we went to Baltimore to go to Camden Yards 
Uh, and Baltimore's Park is, I, I thought that was a really beautiful park. And then later on, my mom and I took a trip to Annapolis to see my cousin at the Naval Academy. Uh, and then we drove down to D.C. to go to a Nats game. And the D.C. ballpark was really cool, too. I, I really liked the, the, the Nationals' new ballpark. They built up that whole part of town, too. Uh, that's, that's really cool. So, um, but yeah, that, that was one of the things that, that, uh, baseball was always a big part of our lives. So when I went to Moeller, I kind of was like, I'm done with baseball. I'm not good enough to play like after this. I, I, I just thought I was done with it. So I tried to play volleyball, uh, because like some of the guys I went to grade school with were playing volleyball. And so I did that. I kind of got... I, I don't think I got treated as fairly just because I didn't have the same like volleyball experience. Although I had the athleticism, I like wasn't on the travel teams and I just didn't have the, I guess, the volleyball experience. But I, I didn't think that mattered at the freshman level. But I also, I also saw that like I didn't want to commit to this to actually put in the effort to do it at the varsity level. So after that, uh, I played I played football my freshman year. Um, and I, I think I, I definitely really needed that going into freshman year, but especially that winter of freshman year when Doug Rosfeld, who's now the, the last three years has been the head of player development at the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, which should say something in itself. Uh, but he came in my December of my freshman year, uh, and then he worked our asses off all the way until that, uh, for that whole year until he left for the Bengals when Zach Taylor got hired. Um, but, uh, football was, that was, even though I didn't love football, I needed, that was an unbelievable experience. And I'll talk more about that. Uh, but sophomore year, I did go back to baseball. Uh, and although I didn't play at all, uh, that was so much more fun. I met so much, so many good friends, uh, probably my best friend playing baseball with that. Uh, and even that was like, it was just, asking him for a ride home after practice or some shit. I didn't even know him. I just knew kind of, I knew him enough to ask him for a ride and then that sprouted into a friendship. But so it's like, yeah, it's, I, I, I don't think any of the experiences I'm having are different than a lot of other people out there. And then now in a day and age where we can record stuff, uh, and have it out there forever, um, there's going to be millions and millions and millions of people, uh, coming of age and going through the same things and uh now that we have a, the ability to document and distribute it for free it's like i'm not making any money off this i'm just doing this to make connections and uh share my story so um so i went to Mueller. uh I'll, i i say Mueller a lot because Mueller means a lot to me I, I think when i was there uh especially at the end i didn't see how much i, I really valued it but then after these last couple, after this time away, I definitely see uh, how much it's done for me. Uh, so I played baseball my junior year too, and that was a COVID year. Uh, and that was a lot of fun, even though so I didn't make the team that year. Um, and that was a lot, uh, but I did stay on to be a bullpen catcher. Uh, and that was a lot of fun because they just played like most of the seniors anyways and the upperclassmen. Uh, and so, and we had guys with offers left and right. So we had a bunch of studs and I loved catching these older guys cause they're all throwing like 90 plus, uh, with spin and with break. And 
it's like I learned so much catching these guys. I was a catcher, uh, so I'd be down on my knees, and I was I was big back in the day. I used to be 240. <laughs> I used to be a big. I'm 175 now, but uh, yeah, I used to be big. So part of like uh, what my story is is coming from my brother's death. Uh, going to a different high school, no longer having that guidance of an older brother, uh, kind of, kind of losing the support of my dad because he was a stay-at-home dad, uh, and he blamed himself for my brother's death, and he uh, got into his own depression and uh, was suicidal at points in front of me, and it's gone from that and finding like a brotherhood through sports and through school and through these mentors like Doug Rossfeld and Ryan Ross, uh, who was a lifting coach at the time. Now he's up uh, in Cleveland or Akron back near his home working up there. Um, but just all these, it was just learning everything I needed to learn uh, to become the man I needed to become. Uh, and, and yeah, I just want to share some of that. Um, so, uh, I, I think I said this when I first started, but uh, when I first started posting stuff a couple weeks ago. But one thing I did want to do in this is read some of my my journal. So I have I have two journals here. This is my new one right here, uh, and I'm almost done with this. But this has been um, so my first one I got when I turned 18, give or take. So last April of 2021. Uh, and I wrote in it a little bit, and so that was a point in my life where, so I was done playing baseball, I was going to college, I didn't want to go to college, but I felt like once I got to college, I'd learn something, and then I'd be able to do something. But, so, so trying to focus on that, I was, um, I was like, I, I, so I was, because I was done with baseball, and I, I was just trying to lose weight. I was trying to get all the football weight off, trying to get all the baseball weight off, try to get my uh, trying to get in shape I got a lot of back pain from all the weight over the years my feet had problems my hips had problems from all just uh, I, I had a lot of a lot of problems some of it might have just been sleeping on this fucking couch during COVID and like I grew wrong because like I'm 6'4 6'3 uh, and probably should be 6'4 I'm still growing because this is my crack in my back out so I got a little standing desk so don't call me weird but this shit goes up and down <laughs> so yeah if you're just listening you can't see me playing with my standing desk so go on YouTube this shit's also gonna be on YouTube but but so let me let me I'm just gonna read so I took out the names of people uh, I think I was typing up a doc. So any name I have in here, uh, I took out. So I'm only using, because I don't want this to be about anybody but myself, because I know anything I say is going to be like, the human memory is not exact at all, at all. That's why, like, witness testimonies don't usually mean shit, because they're never usually that accurate. So I'm just pulling up my document right now that I typed out, because I forget which names I switched people out for. Um, 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 uh, oh yeah, so I'm using, for any girl's name, I'm using the name Barbara, because I really like the show Shark Tank, so, because, so if anybody 
hasn't seen Shark Tank, you are missing out on a lot in life because Shark Tank is where it's at. And I don't think Barbara gets enough love. Uh, Barbara's a very nice, like, like Lori kind of just feels like she like runs the show and she has QVC, but like Mr. Wonderful can, don't, don't cap on Mr. Wonderful, but Barbara, Barbara needs some love. Barbara needs some love. So anyways, that's just, oh, and then the guy's name I'm using is Jocko. Jocko is a man's name. Jocko after Jocko Willick, who's a former Navy SEAL. Uh, and he just talks about like discipline or he talks about how freedom is discipline. So in order to achieve freedom, you have to be disciplined. So it's like finding a routine, finding a schedule, um, finding out what works for you and then sticking to that. So part of the reason I've been writing stuff out is just, it's literally just finding the stuff I like, finding the stuff I don't like, finding the things I'm good with, finding the good ways I work, finding the ways I don't work, finding what works best for me and only me. So that's why I, I just, yeah. Uh, but so yeah, I'm gonna start reading this. So I'm just gonna read a little bit today cause uh, this isn't gonna be that much. So did I not hit record on that? I don't think I, rec well, that's fine. So apparently I didn't record any video for this. So the first half of this is not going to be on YouTube, but I'll clip it on YouTube. And if you want to watch on YouTube, you can, but just watch it on Spotify because I got some good shit done here. So anyways, let's start reading. So this is the beginning of my journal. This is my journal I got when I turned 18, a little bit before. Uh, so on 427, 2021 at 7:55 p.m. I wrote just bought the journal I'm excited to read Jordan Peterson book and get Debella's still feeling a little anxious thinking about dad but that's okay exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point 7:56 p.m. no that's just like the dumb stuff I'm writing because that was a time where I was super anxious I wasn't eating enough because I was trying to lose weight and then no idea how to do it and the next day I said at 10:19 p.m. I said I'm not really sure how I'm feeling about my birthday tomorrow. I should be excited, but remember the quote from the beginning of Jordan Peterson's book. As I've begun to read, I feel calmer. I'm unsure about what to do with Jocko. Today in lifting, he was blatantly making fun of me, making CrossFit comments, but I know that he just says those things because I, the person that he's called fat for all these years, is now in better shape. Remember the day, birthday abs. I feel drained and don't think I'm eating enough. Be careful, 1025. So yeah, um, when I started losing weight, um, my whole mindset in it, it was like before spring break, it's like, I'm gonna try to get abs by next spring break. And everyone I told, everyone I said that to was like, would just laugh at me. They're like, okay, America, yeah, yeah. But like, I, I knew that if I was starting in January, February, whatever, uh, I wasn't going to get abs by fucking April, beginning of April. But I was like, if I do this for a whole year, by next year, I'll fucking abs. I don't know how to get it with the right lighting, but I have abs. Abs. You can't see it if you're not watching, but abs. So it's like if you just put in the work and stay dedicated to it, and that was my whole mindset. It's like, it's not about doing it for a couple weeks, couple days, couple months. 
It's about changing my lifestyle and figuring out what works for me. So uh, the next day was my birthday. I wrote uh, I wrote a little bit more. My birthday still not. Well, no. I, I so so I mentioned Jordan Peterson. Who's Jordan Peterson? Jordan Peterson is a clinical psychologist who I believe is currently teaching at the University of Toronto. Uh, so he blew up in uh, a little bit of notoriety in, I believe, 2016 over a free speech debate um, over laws in Canada that required the use of um, gender-neutral pronouns by uh, university staff, um, regardless of, like, if they wanted to or uh, regardless of any like speak of regardless of any talk about respect it was it was like a mandate on speech and so he was just so that's how he blew up just saying like he's like I'll use these pronouns if I it's like if somebody asked me to use pronouns of course of course I'll use their pronouns but I there shouldn't be a law dictating how I speak um, and so that's how he blew up but uh, I followed him a lot just because he, he kind of talks to uh, young men a little bit more just to try to find responsibility and find meaning. And so in my time when I was just sitting alone in a basement with no one to talk to, it's like I just watch his videos. Um, so on 429 of last year at 336, I said, I don't really know what I'm feeling right now. I was happy all day and now I'm not. I know that weed can be a solution, but at the same time it isn't. I feel a tightness in my chest as I endorse these checks, especially for my dad. I feel bad for not wanting to celebrate despite or more so because of how much my mom wants to. And then at 4.15 I said, why am I feeling this way? Is it because of my birthday? No, not my birthday. Is it mom, dad, stress about grandma, stress about people asking what's up? What's wrong? I asked myself. I do not know the answer. When we said we're celebrating this weekend, why did I... Oops. Barbara. When Barbara said we're celebrating this weekend, why did I get the same feeling? I want me back, but how do I get there? I'm quite restless right now. I want to smoke some weed and forget, but the day is too long for that. What do I do with Dad? Every time he texts, I get this feeling. Every call, conversation, thought leads to the same thing. Do I want to keep going? I think that's the question that plagues me. Not the literal question, as I have not yet I as I have yet to experience a true circumstance where I've witnessed myself capable of ending my own life. Yet nevertheless, I recognize that it is an option that is available to me. I digress. It's a question that I think is applicable to people in my life because I think that I try so hard for others that I forget about me. Furthermore, college? How much thought have I actually given to going to Miami? And why does it feel like the wrong choice? So that was at 4.30. At 5.45 I wrote uh, a Jordan Peterson quote. It said, profound ignorance of the vast unknown. And I said, that's why I keep going. That's, that's tough. I keep going because I don't know how good it can be. I guess that's what I decide. So I'm going to save the rest of this 
uh, for a little bit while later. Um, let me know what you guys think because I kind of want to know what people want to hear because uh, although I'm not doing this to try to like I don't know make a lot of money this isn't my primary source of income uh, I'm just doing this for fun uh, but so let me know what you guys think and I'm Andrew Merrick this is Andy's Picks Podcast follow me on Instagram at andys.picks or andrew.merrick uh, hit me up if you got any questions peace